Hey, it's Beth here, episode 382. It is the November issue of Home and Bathrobe magazine. This is the big one. Sort of big. Okay, so tabling the table of contents, although I have added a new section called True Love. And I look for stories where your mother, my age, had something to do with it. So I have a great one and it's coming down the pike, but that's my thing. I'm only interested in true love stories where your mother, where you're grateful to your mother. So I called my editor at large, Diane, told you I'd never give up. She said that most of the, of the really important magazines take the month of November off. I said, what? The really important magazines take the month of November off? I said, well, that's okay, but what are we gonna do? So she looks, she screams at me on the phone, Beth, we're gonna, we're going to aspire to greatness. And she hung up. I don't get it. Anyway, tried to call her back. She wasn't there. I left a message. What do you mean aspire to greatness? What are we gonna do in the month of November? I don't know. Kid said I should sleep on it. So. There is that. And I do love this song that's playing in the background, so I'm in a great mood. Okay, horoscope, Diane, she'll come back. I know it. She's got to miss me. I just hit this microphone. Ouch. Ouch, it said ouch. Okay. So, horoscopes. This is a big month. I found the most attractive zodiac, zodiac signs ranked according to an, a major, major astrologist. Okay, number one. Taurus, these sensual beings have the most natural ability to sweep everyone off their feet. With their innate poise and grace, they arrive at the level of your dreams. Wow, they, st they simply steal the room. Top that with the creative and romantic mind and Taurus wins. Cancer comes in second, which kind of surprised me because I'm a Cancer. Cancer. These people are hotness in disguise. Oh, well. <laughs> okay. I'm sort of getting it now. Okay. They may take their time in opening up. Well, that's not me. But once they do, there's no denying their radiance. Ah, here we go. They have an amazing knack for humor. Yeah. You got to add that in, especially if you're going to get romantic and take your clothes off. Their energy is contagious. And... Um, that is their latent heat. That's kind of a backhanded compliment, the whole thing, but I'll take it. Sagittarius, number three. They are best at seducing you with their niceness. That's cute. They would not initiate the sedu seduction, but are easily seduced. That's very sweet. Oddly, it is their caring nature, confidence, and positivity that does the seducing for them. They're kind of nice. It's like uh, falling in love with the girl next door, I guess. Aquarius. If having a good time is what makes you tick, the Aquarians will keep you ticking like a clock. They are the ultimate stimulators. Their spontaneity and lust for love make them full of life. The prospect of having time, the time of your life, is what will happen if you're with an Aquarian. The year of Aquarius. That's next year. That's good. Scorpio. That's Kit. This is great. He's going to love this. When you combine sass and class and add a bit of extrovert flavor, well, that's interesting. Voila, you, you get a scorpion. 
They are often the life of the party. Why, who wrote this? Kid hates parties. Courtesy of their talent to spice it up, he wants to go home. Wow. Well, here, this is more like it. If you're into hot and spicy stuff at home, you're in for a real try, treat with the cancer. I mean, with a scorpion. Okay. That, he is lovely to be with at home. So, that's him. Now, there were only five on the list, but the the astrologer said the rest of the zodiac signs are very wealthy, so they don't need to be sexy. Okay, so I guess that's true. All right, gourmet. <clears throat> I've had, you know, divorcing my agent, uh, letting go of my grief group has allowed my my mind to wander into who I really am. I really am a person who loves Thousand Island dressing and not vinaigrette. I'm just telling the truth now. I can't help it. I don't have time to pretend. I like mayonnaise from a jar. I don't like it from my Cuisinart. I think it's weird that it's oil and an egg, and I don't like it, and it doesn't taste good. It's, they say it tastes better. I don't think so. I like white bread. My one saving grace is I do like Dijon mustard better than yellow mustard, but in every other way, I'm a Neanderthal, and I'm just going to own it. I'm going to buy the food I want. I'm going to eat the food I want. If I want to have a ham and cheese sandwich with no vegetables on it, I'm going to do it. My life is getting shorter and shorter. I hate Brussels sprouts. I don't care what you do to them. I don't care. Bacon can't even cure what's wrong with Brussels sprouts. It's the smell. I go to this movie theater and they have Brussels sprouts on the menu in a movie theater. So you have to smell Brussels sprouts while you're trying to get lost in some great story. It never works, never. So I stopped trying to look cool on the line at Whole Foods. In fact, I've stopped going to Whole Foods altogether because I was never cool enough, never doing what the cool kids were doing. And Brussels sprouts, even when they're on that stick that looks like they're natural and it's pretty to look at, it still is Brussels sprouts. You can't fix it. Giving up. I've got a list more, a longer of things I'm giving up. I am not cool. I like simple food and I'm going back to my roots. Okay? American. Flat out. Middle class American. I'm owning it and I don't care. I'll make more friends. I know it. People love meat and mashed potatoes and peas. They do. Sorry. And gravy. They do. They love biscuits, and they don't want you putting a rosemary in it or any other sage or thyme or anything. And they want plain butter. They don't want you putting any shallots in it. It's too confusing. Just simple is better, and I'm going back to it. So that's that. Okay, here's my fashion section. I am totally owning that I've been right about one thing. Wearing a larger size makes you look great. It hangs on you. And the way I know this for sure is because I've been watching all these weathermen. Just, just stay with me. Weathermen on television are wearing these tiny suits. They look like if Pee Wee Herman could be deranged looking, even more so, that's what they look. Because they're trying to look smart. And they're trying to tell you they understand the weather. When they look like, when I was growing up, all the kids, every family had 10 kids. Every communion, there'd be like five boys wearing a communion outfit that was too small. 
because the mother didn't buy it. She just put him in the brother's outfit. They look like little altar boys, little, little idiots wearing these tiny jackets and the button is bulging in the front. And it's just horrible. And then some of them aren't wearing socks. It looks like they're, just looks like their mother dressed them. And she really didn't care what they look like. And they look fat. I don't care how thin they are. If you're wearing a jacket and the button in the front is bulging, you look fat. So if these 29 year old weather guys can't pull it off, you can't pull it off. Rumi is classy. Jackie O, oh, she never wore a tight outfit. The thing is, I don't, it's not all in the correct place anymore, like in my torso area. So that straight line where the jacket's hanging covers up a multitude of sins and it's great. And I look like I lost weight. It's just great. So that's mine. I'm not taking it back. Now this one, this one was a gift, a miracle that happened. Kid had a, um, it's beauty. I'm in the beauty section. He had a uh, cracked heel. Bad. It looked painful. So we went on the internet and bought an expensive heel cream because when you're when something looks painful, you just go for it. By the time the cream the the cream had come to the house, it was gone. So there was this little jar from England or yeah England. It's herbs. I don't care. It was thirty dollars. I'm not wasting it. I put it on my cheeks. They look like a cracked heel. And I slathered it because we had no use for it anymore. My cheeks look a little bit better. They do. A little bit. I'll take it. Like I think one of the cracked heel creases is gone. So the point is, slather. Slather. I got this from David. He slathers stuff on, leaves it for 15 minutes, it soaks in. So I did it with this heel cream. When I run out of this expensive stuff, I'm gonna get a cheap heel cream from the grocery store. It's probably the very same stuff, but I'm putting it on my cheeks. My cheeks need help. There's something wrong. Something terrible is happening on my cheeks. It's like the Sahara Desert. I don't understand why my nose is fine and my forehead is fine and I got this crepey thing on my cheeks and the front of my arm. So I'm gonna start slathering it on the front of my arm too. These areas that are just not coping are gonna get special treatment. So, it smells bad and you have to get over the heel cream, the heel part. It doesn't matter, try it. The next one I get, I don't think it's gonna smell as bad, but I'm not sure. But it goes away in like 10 minutes, so just if you've got that cheeky, crepey thing, give it a shot. Or use one of your body creams and just slather it on. Just try Jergens, anything. See if it works, but slather it. I mean, like, you can't see your skin. Slather. That's the ticket, I think. But I'm still sticking with the heel cream because you should see my cheeks. Okay, but they're better. All right. It's not magic. It's a slight a slight step in the right direction. Okay, the romance section. This is what is new. I'm going for it. Okay, so in the New York Times Sunday, October 30th, there was a, in the vows, big picture. Okay, this couple, they had everything. Barbara and Bradley had everything. They were great skiers. 
Both had great jobs. She actually skied for Italy. She's Italian, she's gorgeous. And um, skied all over the world. Then they both got great jobs with Adidas. She wanted to combine her absolute love of fashion with, um, with skiing, and she did. So they both have great jobs, great companies. They're kind of dating in the city, out of the city. They're both really, really young. Like when they started up, they were in their late 20s. Living large in New York City, flying all over the world. Great jobs, always meeting at conventions that are fabulous. And when they meet, they would date a little, okay? So they finally, even before it was really very serious, had this trip planned. So he ghosts her, she thinks. And what had really happened was he had broken his neck. And it took her a long, she would not stop hounding him. She wouldn't let it go. She thought he ghosted her and she was mad. So she kept writing back. Finally, a friend of his, there was a vigil at the hospital in intensive care because he was really in a coma and it was horrible. Friend writes back and says, this is what happened to Bradley, leave him alone. She says, I wanna come, you can't come. Okay, so she continues. Finally, this best friend of Bradley's tells Bradley's mother. And Bradley's mother, mother says, give me the phone. And she texts Barbara. And she says, I want you to come. Barbara comes, sees him. He has a broken neck, quadriplegic. Handsomest guy in the world. She's the most beautiful girl in the world. She stays in love with him. She falls more in love with him. And the mother, who was orchestrating friends and family and keeping him up, embraced this girl. I mean, it kills me. And the two of them rescued Bradley. She trusted this beautiful girl named Barbara to stay with him. She said she just looked in his eyes and she knew that this girl was for real. Who does that? Barbara rose to the occasion. He was really nervous about proposing because her whole life was going to be all different because of him. And he, the mother said, you have got to. She loves you. So he did. They got engaged. Okay, the mother got pancreatic cancer. This is not a good career move. And she died. And I'm really sorry about that because she didn't get to go to the wedding. But Bradley and Barbara give that mother... That's the reason they made it. She's going to go into their future. They're never going to forget her. She's the reason that they're a couple. So Bradley's mom saved the day. She gave it everything she had. She believed in someone. She believed in a girl that was absolutely gorgeous with her whole life ahead of her. She believed in love that much for her son. And how did she know? Because the way Barbara looked at her son, she knew everything just from that alone. And that's what mothers can do. I mean, it can be a miracle. Okay, so another section I'm going to put in every month, try to find something fun to do. At least once a month, put it on your calendar and have it to look forward to. I had Ina's Halloween. Ina's first Halloween, Halloween, my friend Trisha. We went over to her house. She lives in this big suburban community called Circle C. Everybody in the world lives there. Every two-year-old in the world lives there. Okay, so we get there. We have, we have to help her, you know, the daughter and the son set it up and everything, table outside, 
everybody's coming. The street is like a traffic jam of kids. Okay, so it's so much fun. It is so much fun, but there's not a whole bunch of kids this year. People don't know why. Maybe it's the fear of the fentanyl or whatever. I don't know. That's what everybody was saying. So it was kind of sad and there weren't that many kids, but there were enough and there were wonderful mothers and fathers and adorable costumes, you know, but it was kind of sad because it wasn't the free for all it's supposed to be. An amazing thing happened. The minute it got really dark and we thought we were going to close up the shop with tons of candy left, all these teenagers started coming and they were hilarious. I mean like 15 and 16 and 17 year olds, not, not 12. They were real big kids and their parents weren't with them and they were screaming and yelling, running back and forth across the street, having the time of their lives, getting handfuls of candy from people who had bought too much candy. So, and they have all these, I would ask them, who are you? And they would be some crazy character from some game they're playing. And they would have the talisman and the amulet and all these, you know, elaborate things from the game. Okay, that was great. Kind of interesting. I never heard of any of these games. Everybody's in black. In fact, we were gonna leave and we couldn't drive on the road because you couldn't see all these, you couldn't see anything because it was all dark and they were running across the street. So we're sticking around, you know, after the show's over, but just waiting for them to stop screaming in the street and running around. Finally, this last group comes up and it's four, um, like Johnny, you know, Cash, dressed in black, every aspect of everything they had on. And then there comes this girl and she's wearing a white gown. It's like Grecian. It's flowing and she's got like leaves in her hair and she's wearing a vine with a little frog on it. You forget about the frog. I mean, she was gorgeous and her hair is in beautiful golden ringlets. I'm like, whoa, I thought I was seeing things. I thought it was a mirage. She comes up with this group. She's behind them and she's just swanning like the wind is flowing through her hair and her gown and she's really owning it. Like she is swanning. She is walking the walk. So she comes up and we're like, oh, who are you? She just looks at us and then she grabs the vine from around her neck and she goes, I'm Ophelia. She whips the frog and the vine and throws it half a mile and she says, I'm not going to do it. I changed my mind. And we're all like, yay! Ophelia's not gonna drown herself. And she's just like, got her arms up in the air. I mean, so theatrical. And she just looks right, us, right at us and she goes, Hamlet is a jerk. We're like, yay, Hamlet is a jerk. Hamlet is a jerk. We gave her all the rest of the candy and we closed up the shop. On that note, just amazing. And then another amazing thing happened as we were cleaning up, Trisha had given them all of her Halloween decorations and everything and a little box to put them in. And Chandra just looks at me and she goes, my mother's right about everything. I'm like, yeah, that's a great box. She said, no, she's been right about everything. I have to admit it. I said, it's, it's that, it's her age. I said, you're right about everything when you look at someone who's 12 or 18. 
She says, I don't know anything. I said, you absolutely know you should never drive your car when you're drinking. You absolutely know that you have to study for a test. You absolutely know that the MasterCard bill is going to come with every single thing you purchased on it. She's like, oh my God, I do know those things. I said, that's how it works. That's exactly how it works. And she gave me a hug. And then we just looked off at the dis in the distance and there was Ophelia with her bag of candy. And we just looked at each other and we go, and Hamlet's a jerk. That was a great way to end the month of October. And mothers do know a lot. So yeah, I'm proud of it. So that was, that's the magazine this month. Next month is even going to be better. And just find something to look forward to. Doesn't have to be expensive. Find something you know you can nail. You know will be good. Like I knew Ina being 15 months old and Halloween were a good match. I knew I didn't have to come in a great mood. I know if I was tired, if, if anything, if I just got there in any shape or form or anything, I was going to have a good time because it was in the bag. Just try to find something that's in the bag and put it on the calendar that you're going to do it. So I'm going to find something for November. I hope it's going to be a couple of weeks away so I can think about it and look forward to it. Right now, I'm looking forward to getting my car back, but that's not big enough. Just, and Ina's big enough. Just something like that. You know, I, I think this month I might be taking Killian, this other little guy I know, Francis's little guy, my five-year-old friend, to a movie. And we're gonna get hamburgers. And we're gonna watch a movie together. I don't care what it is. And he doesn't care what I look like. And he doesn't care what kind of mood I'm in. He just likes me. Something like that. So, just something for yourself. And Home and Bathroom will be back next month and it'll be bigger and better than this. <laughs> so anyway, I'll be back. Thanks, bye-bye. Stay sane.